Welcome to Planning Face the Syndicate. Thank you all so much for joining us tonight on this lovely holiday weekend. Though I will tell you, I'm not as excited about the holiday weekend now in Michigan that they made fireworks legal, and my dogs hate it. So I will apologize tonight if you hear any dogs going crazy because neither one of my dogs like fireworks, and for whatever reason, people love to shoot fireworks off in residential neighborhoods. With that being said, though, we are on episode 17. He means more to me than he will to you. Or than you will ever know. There, I just butchered that. There you go. He means more to me than you will ever know. Tonight, we're going to be talking about the new Razor Crest ship. Because, yes, as much as you've heard me kind of down a little bit on AMG and FFG, I am super excited to an extreme extent about the new Razor Crest. And, yes, we're going to talk about our predictions. I, I, I'm going to, we're going to go ahead and get into that. Because I want to actually talk about... Um, we're not talking about your RZ2As, Nobby. So that's a good good catch there, buddy. But no, we're gonna be talking about Razor Crests because Razor Crests are literally probably like the most anticipated ship in X-Wing since I have started. We're also gonna be talking about the tournament that GSP just had because I think that's gonna kind of lead us into a discussion about what points could look like next week. Because next week, rumor has it that we will get new points, which means that we will be changing the hyperspace meta. Thank God. Um Get rid of some of those uh, Landos and Han Solos there a little bit. Bring some RZ2As back in. That's why I say let's lower RZ2A points. I'm in there with Nobby on that one. Let's lower the points and let's let RZ2As become the new thing you can run with resistance Y wings. We're also going to be talking RZ2s and RZ2. Sorry, <coughs> whatever. We're also going to be talking um, about the new um, other releases, which we're going to do that first because I really want to talk about the new resistance Y-Wing ships, because I am pretty excited about those as well. And you'll get to hear why in just a second. With that being said, let's bring in my co-host, Mr. Charles, pouring a Monster Energy drink into his chalice, and Mr. Matthew McConaughey, who has lost a little bit of hair, but looks even better on camera than he does in person. How are you guys doing tonight? I am doing well. I am extremely tired after driving for approximately 18 of the last 24 hours. A uh, little worse for wear, but got to see a lot of family I haven't seen in the last 20 years, so it's really cool. And this is going to be a fun podcast because, like you said, we are talking about the first, the first new scum ship that has dropped since the Mining Guild tie that dropped at the inception of X-Wing 2.0. So, I am overjoyed yeah i i am too matt how are you doing tonight sir <coughs> i'm well i gotta just loving the uh the the knobby comments there yes sir yes so uh, much air resistance now and you know I, I, that when i lost my hair initially that's exactly what i was thinking it was like think how much faster i'll run uh it was just i was like a, a flash but uh yeah how am i i'm well i'm well i'm very very tired worked a lot this weekend but it was a successful one yes Cheryl, sorry is that why Leia floated so slowly? Because she had a full head of hair? <laughs> All right. No, no, no. It's how they were. You're, you're, we're not going to dish. We're not going to dish the, the, the episode movies. I, I, let's, we're not going to get into that because I actually agree with the majority of Star Wars fans, and I've liked the majority of those movies for the most part. I won't tell you they're all my favorite, but I have liked them. Now... With that being said, yeah. guys, so so this week we had announced the Razor Crest. So they they leaked this on stream. I think it was March. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was March that they leaked that. Correct. Sounds right. I don't know. 
you know, damn it, Matt. But yes, I think it was March right, that man. that you that they leaked it. And, and so for me, this is exciting because we saw at the end of season two, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. There you go. Okay. We saw at the end of season two, that ship get blown up and here we're going to get it in X-Wing. So the question becomes is, are they, did they redesign cards or did they design cards? Cause they already knew how the episode was going to end that will tailor themselves to, um, that specific, uh, that specific, whatchamacallit, um, God, I can't think of it now. That specific Nintendo ship. Yeah. That got, that got blown up. So, well, like, I don't know how you'd even, that was, that's the thing though, because of the way that was actually destroyed. I'm not sure how that would relate in a X-Wing card. So even if they did know ahead of time, which would be crazy to reveal that on a, on a major scale like that, talk about NDAs, but, uh, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see if that's actually where it came through from. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't know either. I think that's the, the, the big thing though, right? Is, is that's going to be the conversation, you know, that we, we have to talk through. <clears throat> Excuse me, because we haven't had any cards released. I'm hoping they give us some cards. And I heard a rumor the other day about some of the the fact that there could be up to like four pilots that will be um with that ship. Oh, that's, oh, that's cool. cool. Did you get so that the model already? Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, I was just I happened to look at the picture on the atomic mass site, and it looks pretty to scale for this. Was like a Hasbro. Um, like a Hot Wheels thing, like it's diecast, so it's not plastic, but scale wise, this looks pretty accurate to what's in the picture. So I'm super stoked for that. Yeah, it does look pretty neat. They may have used the same model. I mean, why wouldn't they? It does seem about the right size. So medium base, guys. I hope it's a medium base. We don't need another large. I could use another yeah. medium base, though. I would agree with you on that one. Um, so we're going to do one thing first, and, and, and before we get into anything, mini extrava, anything uh, new product leases, there's one thing I got to do first. So I'm going to switch screens here. I um, have to kind of readjust this, I think, because it doesn't look like it's showing up. All right. So th I, this was brought to my attention. So I, I've been going to my local uh, a little bit here, here and there, right? Playing some games, that type of a thing. If you have not watched this stream, I actually encourage anybody that listened to our discussion last week, or if you've been listening to the discussion for GSP at all, I encourage you to actually watch the first, so I'm four minutes, rough, almost five minutes in, watch the first five to ten minutes of this video. And I'm going to leave it, you're not, you aren't able to hear it, and I'm not going to link the audio in because I don't want to get DMCA'd, but if you go through and actually listen to this, they talk about their game development, right? Which is not probably like really new, right? This is a year like, okay, well, whatever, who cares? And we did talk a little bit last week about my, my discouragement at AMG's information, right? This, this actually, and again, it's because they're painting a Y-Wing yellow pink, right? And, and I don't know, maybe, maybe this is an Australian thing or something. I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't understand. I, I'm not, I don't remember seeing a pink Y-Wing, I guess. I just don't. But he, this is the, the, I can't remember this guy's name, but this is the head guy that's been doing all the paint streams. He's been the one that's been announcing everything. And he actually talks to us and he tells us who the head developer is for X-Wing. He does say who it is. Now, it's not like, I'm not encouraged, again, to be honest with you, by who he picked. But I am encouraged that they actually did release that information. And I want to apologize to everybody because I have been pretty pushy um, uh, about my opinion that they have not released 
um, information. They have not talked about futures of X-Wing and things like that. And you know, I, I still don't buy the excuse that they can't give us a little bit better information, but I at least have to concede that I was incorrect in stating that they have not said a word about it. They officially, in this paint cast, confirmed that X-Wing is in development by a gentleman, and whew, now you're going to put me on the spot here. Right, let's see here. I can't remember the guy's name. His name is something plumber. Let me go find it. I guess I tried to find him on Facebook and I couldn't find him. So his Michael plumber, you can find him on LinkedIn though, by the way, and he does work for atomic mass games, but he only started as of last February. So anyway, if, if you have a good five or 10 minutes, I would encourage you to watch at least the beginning of this video. And again, I started roughly about four minutes in and I believe it goes up up to about 20 minutes. So that I, I didn't watch the old whole thing. There you go. Michael Plummer. Thank you. And I, I was pretty encouraged at least that we may get some information about what they are somewhat developing and that there is a team behind it. Cause he did explain why, what they're doing with it. And, and again, I don't agree with everything that they said personally, and I don't agree with how they're running it, but that's just me personally, right? That's just me as an individual saying, that's not how I would run that type of a business, but they explained why they changed it from the FFG model and went directly to the specific AMG style model. So I feel a little bit more encouraged, let's say, than I did last week. And between them releasing a Razor Crest, our product supposedly not being delayed, and this mini extravaganza, I'm now reinvigorated with x-wing so fellas you either of you have either of you watched that video or do you either of you have an opinion i'm, I'm curious though my... chris oh go ahead oh, sorry yeah well no, i was what? just wondering did he work at ffg before in february because wasn't that switch over right around that february time do you know that if that was the case or like was part of a team that worked with ffg christopher or don't you know no he he is not according to his linkedin he is not so there, that gives me pause, right? I, I feel a little pause because of that. But at the exact same time, we knew there was going to be changes. We knew that there was, there was all these things that were going to happen. We knew these things could happen. It is a business. I will not shun AMG if this is the way they feel. X-Wing could continue to develop. And maybe Charles will be happy again because he might get some new scum ships that we've never seen before. Because that would be like Charles's what dream uh, in a I don't can I say that still PG stream that'll be his uh, his Probably fantasy uh, can I say that too I don't know <laughs> I don't know what I can say my fantasy flight flight. Yeah, that's of course that'd be my fantasy flight <coughs> yeah there you there go. you go I don't bump <laughs> dad joke jail put it in the chat there, there you well. go Ooh. yep okay, and wait so a here five yeah, by so, five just sent us something here yeah. So I, I again I apologize I do miss, I did miss that I don't feel quite as um like I said I don't feel quite as as in shock and and as down as I did last week and, and a shout out to uh my friend Corey that I just met he's the one that actually showed me this and said hey watch this and then come back and let's talk about it after that um so I, I'm I'm going to um I'm going to be a little bit more reserved in my I, I will have to concede to Charles and them and say I might have been a little bit wrong and a little bit more aggressive than I needed to be. So there you go. <laughs> Fair enough. I can admit when I'm wrong, not like other people. So. Who are you anyway. alluding to there? Me? 
Apparently. <laughs> no. I don't know. I can't just... admit what I'm wrong. <laughs> anyway, so does oh. anybody have any other thoughts or comments that they wanted to go through on this? If not, we can move on to new new stuff. I'm just, I'm excited. In, in general, I'm excited overall. X-Wing is one of the few games that has been able to keep my nerd attention and financial attention for more than a certain period of time. Um, you know, I, I, I've been in and out of Magic the Gathering. I've been in and out of multiple different card games, in and out of hero clicks. Um, just because, you know, sometimes the game gets stale. Sometimes I just get tired of spending money. X-Wing has continuously revamped, reinvigorated, and re-released different things that have kept me interested in the game uh, since its inception. So I am super excited to see what's coming down the pipeline, um, starting with the Razor Crest. But and and to to correct you, Chris, yes, you are correct in the fact that I would love new scum ships. But by and large, I am happy for new ships, by and large, for everybody, right? Because the more ships there are, the more variety in the game, the more fun the game is, right? We don't have everybody running just the TIE Bombers. We don't have everybody running, oh, thanks for the raid, Candid Clarinetist. We appreciate it very much. Um, But for me, anybody getting new ships is good. Yes, for my personality wait why do we have two chris's <laughs> just keep going just keep going just stop talking <laughs> just just keep talking um i uh i'm just happy to get new ships for anyone right yes i like scum because it's my it's my faction of choice obviously uh it's definitely my faction of choice but any new ships period that breathes new life into the game and changes the mechanics of the game and how it works I'm I'm always for. So I'm super excited to see what's coming down the pipeline, and I'm super excited for the mini extravaganza uh, because they not only alluded to new scum ships in X-Wing, but if I read into it, I know this is not what our podcast is about, so I'm going to derail for just a second or two, um, but I am extremely excited to see if they're going to introduce some form of a scum-ish faction in Legion. Um, there were a lot of kind of play on words and puns uh, in the programming uh, language for the mini extravaganza that give kind of the idea that they're toying with that. Uh, and if we get a scum faction in Legion, I might have to start playing that game, which is terrifying to my wallet, uh, but extremely enjoyable to my nerd side of playing games. Uh, on that note, I'll shut up so we can move on with the uh, the rest of the cast. All right. So <clears throat> what we're going to do now is we're going to look at new cards. That's what we're going to do first. I want to look at new cards, and then we're going to talk about the Razor Crest. All right. So so we're going to start with the new <laughs> cards because we know these things exist, and we will get to the Razor Crest team. I I I promise. Uh, again, <laughs> yes. Thank you, uh, Candy Clarinets, for rating our stream. If if you just tuned in, we're Planning Face Syndicate. Um, we are a newer podcast that works towards your middle of the road to beginner X-Wing players and a little bit of expert. None of us are experts, but we enjoy the game and we kind of want to give a different perspective as well as maybe do some epic and even some uh, Heroes of Atari. So we will be doing that. We're, I'm working on that. I'm just learning that game. It's taking me a little longer, but hey, new hey, ships <clears throat> that I'm excited about. So, Matt, you want to read the first one? That we have up on the screen. If you would, buddy. Just a second. It's a little bit behind. So, discourse probably. 
Give me just a second, Chris. I'm sorry. I'm on a, I'm on a little bit of a lag. Maybe you could want to do the first one. All right. Go ahead, Charles. You got it? Or you want me to yep, get it? I got it. it? So after, so this is Zori Bliss, which if I understand correctly, lore-wise, that is the um, the bounty hunter character. Um, after a ship at range one performs an action during the perform action step, that's important because uh, things like advanced sensors don't trigger this and that sort of thing because it doesn't happen during that step. Uh, if that action is also on your action bar, you can spend a charge, which is recurring, to perform that action and treat it as red, which I find interesting considering looking at the action bar for Zori Bliss, with the exception of a focus, everything's already red anyway. So really interesting in that in that aspect, but just the ability to copy other people so that you get multiple actions is nice. Um, as long as, so, I mean, really what it does is it wants you to take a focus and then you can either double focus, target lock, barrel roll boost, whatever the case may be, um, because they're already red anyway. So always take the white action so you're not stressed so that you can copy your chosen red action, uh, and go for that. So, yeah. And remember, remember Charles, the, the intuitive interface, <clears throat> and this is, this is the important piece of that, right? Is you can add your engine upgrade, which we know is been very beneficial for Hawks, right? You can add yep. a targeting computer. I don't know about the barrel roll one, to be honest with you, but <clears throat> at minimum, you have a target lock and a boost that you can take, right? So you can use this action a to move faster and still hope the other ships take that focus. Um, if you're like ZZ, you're always taking a focus, right? Um, to some extent, right? You're taking focus, rotate, you're taking boost, you know, focus, boost. There's all sorts of things that you're doing with somebody like a ZZ or, or, or like an RZ2A. You know, so the, I think I am actually extremely excited for this ship for the pure fact that it's an I5. Um, I'm hoping they don't overcost this, <clears throat> but I will be able to boost, get a free calculate, and then take my, and, and then hopefully I get my, my focus action, right? Or I could take a target lock, get my calculate, and a focus because if I have a target lock and a focus and a calculate, I've only got one green die. What do I care? That's what my calculates for to some extent, right? Then I can use a double modded shot in instantaneously. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm personally pretty bloody excited about this, especially because it comes in in an I five. And that's, that's really what I like about it. The most is all these other ones are able to move before me. I'm able to come in with this as an I five or it's giving me, a yep, an APT would be really good, but it, or it's giving me another I five I can pair with ZZ, right? I'm now getting a ZZ something I can pair with ZZ, move ZZ in, move something around, get some people next to each other. I really, I personally really like this ship, and I this is going to be as of today, this is the first resistance um, Y wing I'm going to put on the board. Now, what they're trying to do is I think they're trying to force us to buy multiple of these packs because there's a couple of Y wings I really like to fly and. I might be tempted to run um, five Y-Wings or four Y-Wings. I, I might actually be tempted to do that. We'll see. <clears throat> Matt, your thoughts? Uh, it It's interesting. I, I think that it's uh, it's definitely got a little bit of a niche. The fact that it's a red action uh, and it is at an I-5, like you said, which is kind of nice because you will be presumably going second. The problem will be, I think, keeping it from being stressed uh, overall. Uh, like you were saying, it would pair with that, uh, with the 
with the add-on card that it has uh, the configuration. That's what I'm going for, uh, which might make it better. But you could do the red lock, even though it's red, action red, lock, and then do a blue maneuver, grab your focus. So you, you, there's a good chance you're going to be double modding. Uh, seems pretty decent. It's a little bit like a kind of like a Poe Dameron to me. It, it's a little bit like, and I know it sounds like it's kind of in a weird order, but uh, I think that it might be all right. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Sounds good. I mean, the I'm other all thing, right and just to to jump into our chat a little bit and interact with uh, with Navi and Psych J because I'm kind of enjoying the thought process they're having. Um, this allows you to, if someone tries to barrel roll to arc dodge. To be able to barrel roll with them to hold them in that arc. Um, also, it's a ship, so not necessarily just an enemy ship, but a ship. So you can also treat this as an early on coordinate to allow you to perform a blue maneuver. So if it's their perform action, you do the red action, gain the stress, do the blue action, get your focus. And then still have the ability for another ship to do actions that allow you to copy as long as you don't continue down that path. So you could potentially wind up with a copied action, a blue maneuver, your regular action, and then another copied action to set up maybe even a triple modded shot. Because you'll have a focus, you'll have a calculate, you'll have a target lock, and you'll have some sort of a reposition. Like, this could really get out of hand with her at an I-5 because she's moving last. So she has every opportunity to do all sorts of shenanigans before she even does her base maneuver. Yeah. Well, and I like the idea and thought of possibly even, like you were saying, too, doing the pre-maneuvers uh, before you actually move to encourage the bump, right? Maybe you're looking to have uh, Zari be in the, right, in the way, right? If you're touching, obviously, and she can make you touch, then... You have that. That, to me, is also a, a good thing, especially at I-5. You can take the bump. Let's say let's say it's a, you know, I don't know, Bosk in front of you. Moves in a way you didn't expect him to move. You can barrel roll or boost and do your move directly into him. Now you're touching at zero, no engagement, right? Where, as maybe before, you'd be sitting there directly in the firing range, now you have that option of kind of like evading a little bit. Let's be fair. It's a little bit of an ace. An ace, a Y-wing. This at least gives you an option. Because you can pick when you do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, <clears throat> I guess I did not think about the, the pre-action beforehand, but that's that's genius. So I have a question. I, I just have a question as a, as, a, as a player, right? When you read that and it says, if that action is on your action bar, you may spend one energy to treat to perform that action treating it as red so if you're already stressed you you won't be able to do that correct like it, that immediately takes that off the board because a stress ship cannot perform an action correct well let me well it depends so here's the thing though it depends and the reason i say that is if i remember correctly and i'm trying to call back to an earlier episode resistance y wings have an illicit slot if they have an illicit slot and you take uh, contraband cybernetics that allow you to perform actions while stressed, right. you right. could just stack and stack and stack and keep going. Right. But yes, under normal circumstances, without any outside interference or modifiers from illicit nonsense, you are correct. Uh, you cannot perform an action at all while you are stressed. Also, as Nobby is uh, so kindly pointing out in the chat, uh, uh, Babu Freak will allow you to uh, do actions while stressed. All right. There you go. 
We have a guy. Or also yet. to um yeah, there's uh also like race Millennium Falcon, but that wouldn't help you in this particular case. Yep. No. Yeah, so so okay, I I again I think there's other things and we had talked about this, right? Like is Babu gonna is there gonna be like gunners or crew that are gonna help out some of these these other ships, right? So okay, so the next ship, Matt, you wanna take the next ship? Sure thing. Uh Aftab Akbar. Uh, after you execute a red basic maneuver, you uh, or perform a red action which happens often, if you have exactly one stress token, you may gain one strain token to remove that stress token. Uh, to me, that's pretty awesome. Uh, so basically, that basically lets you pretty much change your, your, uh, your stress for an immediate uh, strain, which, you know, no offense to anybody rolling the one die in a Y wing, but I mean, half the time I'm like, who cares how many die I'm rolling? You know, I mean, it's a one one die, you know, evasion. So, a lot of times I would definitely think about taking my uh, my uh, my removal of stress. So it's it, I guess it's kind of situational. Like half the time, it's probably fine to have the normal uh, y- your normal stress. You know, what I mean, because th- that does seem like something that these ships are going to be constantly playing with is that level of stress like they're going to have some sort of stress management this is just a way of basically dealing with that so i I think it'll come more into like what you plan to do next turn but it definitely gives you options and really throw rolling a strain uh onto a y-wing one it might actually make it a target which you know hey sometimes Mm. that's actually what you want to do uh, is to make these these ships that are, are a little bit bigger target as it is, but even though they're a small base. But you kind of get my point. Uh, if you kind of put a little bit of a bullseye on it, maybe this maybe you're shooting at at uh, Akbar here instead of uh, you know Zori, like we were talking about earlier, right? Uh, or another ship. Uh, so and it, and it goes away once. Like it, it's not like you're getting a bunch of strain. You're getting one strain. So. One, one attack at it, that's one one attack. Who knows? It's almost like a, what is it, 50% chance? Is there a 30% chance? Whatever it may happen to be. So, so I have just another question. Quick, quick <laughs> update to shoot some of this in the foot, and I apologize. <laughs> uh, you know me, I like to pop balloons. Uh, I did go back into the AMG uh, Twitter feed uh, and found the dial as well as the upgrade slot chain for the new Y-Wings. Uh, they do not have an illicit slot so uh, unfortunately there's yeah there is no illicit slot on them hmm. they have the ept the uh tech upgrade a so it's either a turret or a cannon i'm assuming a turret an astromech oh and i'm uh, sorry I, I yeah i yeah i read that whole thing wrong but anyways keep going i'm sorry charles two modification slots a bomb slot or a device slot excuse me and then the configuration slot as well uh, so, so, so no crew and uh, no uh, no illicit slot. Yeah. No so the Bobby crew. <clears throat> so the crew. Yeah, the crew is bad because of that. Like I thought they had a crew, but uh, I guess I guess it makes sense why you can't have crew unless you have a a droid piloting. Like R two D two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I and I'm so sorry. I I was kind of seeing that as an action kind of thing. Basically, what it does is it opens up the maneuverability. That's what I was trying to say. Sorry, everybody, for uh, getting that a bit wrong. But basically. Uh, it's opening that maneuverability. Uh, not tons uh, with being not being able to do the uh, the uh, more 
uh, difficult maneuvers, but it's nice being able to do the uh, easier maneuvers. So awesome. So what I'm confused with is why it says after you perform on your action bar, a talent illicit or modification upgrade, you get a calculate action. Why would they even put that on there? If they're not going to give us a illicit slot, I, I, I'm going to be suspect about that. I don't see why they would not give us an illicit slot. I wonder if maybe it's certain pilots, Chris. Okay. That also could be. That also could All be. Right, if that's it's fair. Like a pilot thing. I just, again, I'm looking at the yeah. Atomic Mass uh, Twitter, and that particular that particular picture that they gave uh, does not show an illicit slot for uh, open for them. That doesn't mean one doesn't exist, um, or maybe there is some sort of an upgrade that gives you an illicit slot. I don't know. It's resistance, okay. but maybe. I, I, I'm just, and that's fine. I, I, I am, I just get skeptical about that. So, okay. That's good. As long as some of the ships have it and we can use it. Now we got to figure out which, which of those ships they are. I do agree. Zori should probably have it. And yes, Zori is my definite, you know, she's the, they, they are the top runner for this. For, for what I will fly first uh, out of the resistance. Because obviously, as you all know, I'm going to probably fly FO first. <laughs> so, like, I'm not going to be able to help myself. I've already got, like, six of those or five of those packs on order. So, oh, hoping my store can get me all those. Are we going to... Was there a release that you're going to see just the ships release, uh, released singly? No. Not that I no, know of. Okay. I'm just literally going to spend more money than I should spend. <clears throat> that I've already... The wife and I have already discussed it, so um, <laughs> like gotcha. there will have to be some other Free budget approval. cuts that I made, but I'm probably going to be spending a couple hundred bucks on on those new ships when they release, and that's because my goal is, is to be able to put at minimum four of those whispers on the table at least mm -hmm. once. I may be reserved, gotcha. especially, I may be reserved because um, depending on what Matt, Matt and I live in the same area, so depending on what Matt buys, if Matt buys two of those packs, I might only buy two packs to try to not wipe the whole store out. And then I could still run it because Matt will have them. Um, but it, the, those whispers are literally the first, the, my first goal of putting anything on the table. But for resistance, I'm very excited about that, that specific pilot. And I haven't flown resistance in a little while. So it's going to give me kind of that uh, desire to get back in. Uh, the last card we have, and this should excite um, Charles quite a bit because this is also an illicit that can be used in scum, but not in separatist. There you go, buddy. You got something for scum that separatists don't get. You can officially say F you to separatists oh. today. And this is an illicit upgrade. It's not a crew mm. card. It's illicit. Yeah. Oh, no, that's facts. I thought it was crew, but yeah, Bobby was, was tiny. Too. So I was nope. say he no. fits in your pocket. So maybe. Yeah, I mean, really. <laughs> he's not a crew. <laughs> it's crazy that he's not. It's the first character. It's a person that speaks and he's still not a crew card. Go, what? <laughs> All right. So. Charles, what do you want to read Babu Fink? All right, so Babu Frick reads, um, there's no N. It's F-R-I-K. I'm going to say it anyway. I don't care. Fair enough. Don't, still wrong. don't mess up, Babu. Uh, so, oh, yes, you are right, Twitchy. God. I have to buy the Resistance Y-Wing pack to get this little bastard. Happy birthday. Ah, anyway. Before you would gain a non-lock red, uh, which is strain, stress, or deplete, you may spend it or orange. Uh, so that's jam, weapons disabled, or mm -hmm. tractor. I right. think that covers everything. 
Um, <laughs> you may spend a charge to place it on this card instead. Uh, during the system phase, if there is one or more tokens on this card, you must spend a charge. If you cannot, remove those tokens from this card and gain them. Um, so you may spend one charge. So it's kind of like the uh, the concussion bombs you were using in our game, Chris. <clears throat> Once you spend that first charge, the rest of them just got to keep dumping until there's none left. Uh, no. Unless you're lucky enough to stick it on a squad with Jabba, at which point you can use Jabba and Cutthroat to continuously replenish those charges and hold off as much as possible. Yeah. Can you imagine this with Jabba? And you can run this as an illicit. This can run on any scum ship <laughs> that has an illicit. Every mm -hmm. scum ship that has... This is... I don't know how much it's going to cost. I predict this has to be a six-point illicit. Um, It has to be. Because... If this is two Probably. points, this is an automatic include to some extent. This this can help you replace false transponder codes, especially if they do an increase in points to false transponder codes, which is my belief that they will. Um, <clears throat> this immediately fixes that, right? Like it's like, mm -hmm. oh hey, I'm just gonna use I'm gonna use Babu instead, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's huge, and you can strap it onto pretty much every ship. I mean, right? You can have crew and Babu easy doesn't matter you can have multiple crew and babu literally no problem every single ship it pretty much in scum has an illicit slot not a, maybe everyone but almost every one of them maybe a wings damn it nabi you're not getting an illicit slot in a wings can you oh can you uh, imagine yeah, babu, babu, frick, codes? babu frick on an a wing yeah right oh, that'd be fun i actually fly that I, i'm predicting six points for this card I, i'm gonna go ahead that's my solid prediction sure. Um, and I'm going to predict six points on this for this card because I can't imagine it. it I, again, maybe it's not as impactful. Maybe somebody missed the Jabba interaction. I do think in resistance, this will probably be lower. Um, Rocker saying four. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I, not, I think the. I'm going to say big, that, Nobby, I want a game against your A-Wings and I will allow <laughs> you one illicit upgrade per A-Wing. All right. Yeah, it was well, four. It is a bargain. Agreed. So, Navi, we're talking about there. You got the points discussion in chat. I, uh, I think I'm with you, Chris. I think it's got to be at least five or six points. I, I mean, yeah. Will it come in the Mando ship? Well, probably. probably. I don't know, to be honest with you, because we don't know what Mando is going to release. Mm. So, <clears throat> just real quick, I'm pretty excited by this card, too. I'm a little disappointed I don't get it in separatists. I'll, I'll be frank and honest and say, can you imagine me being able to put this on Zam with Count Dooku? Um, I don't know. I can't recharge it, but it would be really fun to it'd just be it'd be a fun thing or or maybe put it on a low like Charles, think about it. You could put this on a low fire spray, something that you just dump put veteran tail gunner on. Let's just dump this fire spray into the mix for scum. Let them have this. Don't even worry about Jabba. Let them go bam, bam, bam. And you want to take out a 70 point fire spray. Hopefully he could take out, you know, two or three ships on his way out. But they, yeah, but I'm not I, I don't sure. Know. Are there any illicit slots on separatist ships at all? Just the fire spray right now. Just the fire spray. Okay. Yeah. That I'm aware of. I don't uh, think any other separatist ship has no, an they illicit don't. slot. It, that's the, the only one that spray. does. Yeah. And there was a question in, in chat. I do think that it'll come in the in the Razorcrest. Or the next released scum ship will have Babu Freak. Uh, at least it's just a guess. I don't work for him, obviously. But uh, the reason why I say that is, is every time in the past where you have a, a faction-specific card that came out in a, in a different faction one, you've seen them release the cards in the opposite faction's next release. 
Yeah, because the purpose, one of the things that there was a major selling point for 2.0 um, was that there was not going to be a need to buy ships outside of your faction just to get upgrade cards. You were able to only purchase ships within faction and you would not have an incomplete uh, set of upgrade cards. Um, so I'm hoping they stick to that uh, new company, new rules. So maybe mm-hmm. not, but we'll see. Right. I so think if you look at the... their, if you look at how they run uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol, they are not like you have to buy every pack type thing. They they actually are pretty open about their discussion about only buying what you like to play. Um, I, I and that's one game I've not gotten into honestly, but I don't need any to spend any more money than I already do. I spent a lot of money on this on this bloody game. All right. So here you go. Here is the actual ship. Now, here's what I hope. Still my beating heart. Here's here's what I hope. There it is. I hope <laughs> Dion does a paint wars with this ship. I'm dead serious. Like I think this is literally the best ship that you could do a paint wars thing with and uh, this would be like the a top tier episode so Dion if you're listening and as soon as this comes out if you can figure out how to get a paint wars episode for this this right here is totes my goats man this is definitely like this is what I would want and you can do you can do a whole damn series on a paint wars on this one how many ways can I get my Mando ship painted now I will tell you I probably don't need three copies of this but I will probably buy three copies of this because of the fact that I would like to have this ship painted by somebody, you know, or one or two of them actually painted. And I'll probably keep one in the pack uh, because that's just, I don't know. That's just me. I don't know how many of these we're going to need to play now. Now be or or not uh, twitchy five by five. You bring up a good point, right? How many factions is this going to be in? We don't know because to me, if you watch the Mandalorian for the most part, this could be in a few of the different factions. So this logically, this should hopefully be in multiple factions. A B if they want to sell this ship, which this is the perfect ship to sell the hell out of this is a $50 Mm -hmm. ship right now. If this is a medium based ship, you can Mm -hmm. sell this mother for 50 bucks and people will eat this up. Can we not, can we not wish that upon the scum players, please? (laughs) My wa- my wallet it's, hurts it, enough already. Can we not wish a fifty dollar medium base ship? It's please? likely to be thirty dollars. Let's be fair. Medium base ships go for thirty bucks. It's the way they've always gone. I mean, they may change the price, but they're going up. They already Russian, released their yeah. their increase. Oh. Their price increases. Okay, well, there you go. So at least forty then. So is it going to be fifty? Is that what they say no. for medium base ships? Is forty? 50 no, bucks? no. Okay. It's like a five, five to eight dollar increase. Then. Five to eight dollar increase. So, I have a question for you guys. They talked about they've talked about the Razor Crest being a super old model, like Twitchy said. Um, how early do we think it's going to be? Who here actually thinks it's going to be available for the prequel factions? Raise a hand, all you three guys. Who thinks it's going to be available in the prequel factions? Can I put my hand on the floor? I don't want it available for anybody but scum. No. Okay, so, and then who thinks it's, I, I'm, I'm relatively certain now, who thinks it's going to be available in Empire? Nobody. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Okay, this, so you guys are thinking scum only, huh? This is this no. is me wanting a scum only. This is me wanting a scum only. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah you're I, right. I, Not, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Nabi, you're right, it is a bit selfish, but do me a favor. Right. 
show me another faction out of the <laughs> six remaining factions that has had no new ships since the inception of 2.0. It's been solely re-releases of 1.0 nonsense. Scum only. I mean, is it really? Do I, haven't, haven't there not been any new uh, Rebel ships, too? Pretty sure Rebel hasn't had anything since 2.0. Or am I wrong? Did I, am I wrong about that one? one I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, I, that's why I was asking. I, was say, I don't think Rebel has. Yeah, Rebel, yeah. No new Rebel ships. Rebel yeah, I, didn't say, I didn't think Rebel has had any either. Right. I mean, Scum, I mean the Empire's had one, right? One. <laughs> and then uh, the X-Wing it was only new pilots. It's just a re-release, right, Brocker? Or um, are you talking about... I mean, there were new pilots for all of them. All of them had pilots in the uh, Hot Shots and Aces and also, yeah. Uh, the one that uh, the Empire had, Nobby, was the Ty Thickums. Ty Brute. Yep. Yep, yep. So the you say the tie thickums? Yeah, he, he calls it tie thickums. <laughs> That's where it came from, tie thickums. I don't know. I'm, I'm with, I'm with, I'm with Dion, man. I think he named it and he dubbed it quite well. I'm not gonna lie. So yeah. you, so I'm, I'm. Let's let's go back. Let's go back to this. All right, all right. So you feel that it's gonna be scum only, Charles? Correct? Yes. I yes, I do. do. You f okay? That's so. That's fair. Do you, Matt? What do you feel? Uh, I think it's going to be available uh, multi-faction. I actually believe it will probably be uh, multi-faction. I think it's going to be Rebel. I think it's going to be uh, Empire and Scum. Uh, at the at, like kind of like bare bones. I think they could easily do it. I agree with you, Chris. This is a great chance for them to market something that can go into all the different factions. And I think that it, there's a lot there. It'll definitely be Scum. Let's be fair. It's obviously going to be Scum, but. Um, I'm thinking that we can see it multi-faction, at least in that genre. We might even be able to see it in the older factions, right? Like like the um, Resistance and uh, possibly, eh, I doubt First Order, but possibly uh, the, the Resistance. All right. So, Charles, do you feel it's only going to be um, scum for the pure fact that you are being that selfish? Or do you think that it's going to go in, or or do you honestly think it could go in other factions? Okay, so removing my my selfishness and and speaking on a a purely altruistic perspective, my thought on this is yes, it's an older model ship, right? I I agree, it's an older model ship. However, when we look at every other faction that we have, the ships that are cross faction are ships that have appeared in multiple factions. So for instance, using, and I'll use the ship that's the nearest and dearest to my heart, Fire Spray, right? You saw the Fire Spray. It was previously an Empire ship because we didn't have Scum, right? Until the Scum faction was released. Then it was a Scum only ship. And then when we got Django Fett, that opened it up into CIS because Django lore-wise was for CIS. Considering that this particular ship has not existed, and I could be wrong. I'm not an expert in lore. I, I love Star Wars, but I'm not an expert in lore. But to the best of my knowledge, prior to the Mandalorian series, the ship did not exist in the Star Wars universe. It was something that I believe was designed for the Mandalorian. And so because the only, sh the only 
faction, if you will, that has flown it has been a bounty hunter, a Mandalorian, which almost up to this point has been solely in the scum faction. That is why I think it will be released only for the scum faction. I see it as a possible Republic thing too, though, right? Because Mandalorians were also the part of the Republic, old Republic. Yeah, yeah, okay, but let's go back to when does this, when does the Razor Crest appear in history, right? When does it appear in history? In Star Wars history? Don't Google it, damn it. You don't know when it appears? I didn't say I have no idea. I just know that they say it's really old. It's pre, it say, they say it was pre Empire. In, in the show, you know, the Mandalorian, they say it's pre-Empire, hence why the Empire can't scan it or something like that. So basically you're saying it's pre, you know, co- like four through six, right? So you got possible prequels and like possible the old ones. But I, I, I would see it possibly more towards the front. I don't know. It's interesting. So I Googled it. I'll take full responsibility for it. The ship was a... Prior to the rise of the Galactic Empire, it served as a military patrol craft. The vessel eventually fell into the hands of Din Djarin, who lived and worked from it as he hunted bounties in the Outer Rim territories. But there's no mention of it actually being a faction ship other than it was a military patrol vessel. So beyond that, again, I don't know. Um, Nobody cares about Rebels, Nobby. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, no, I, I agree, but I'm just saying, Nobby, if we're speaking strictly for lore, and to be fair, Nobby, when Sabine dropped, it took a special ship in order for us to get Sabine's TIE fighter in order for her to be in Rebels, into, into the Rebel faction. So, realistically speaking, again, just purely from a lore standpoint, the ship exists for Din Djarin, who is a bounty hunter, who is also scum. He is not committed one way or the other. Uh, and I agree, Brocker, scum is the best and only faction. I disagree with that. But, so here's here's my hot take. This is my hot take. My sure, sure. feeling, and, and this is going to depend on how FFG wanted to do this, right? My feeling is that this will be somewhat multi-faction. So if we look at where the Mandalorian appears, right? This is before FO, this is before are you know like resistance factions if it and and it's going to kind of depend because they have to be careful right because if they give this to resistance right then we know he exists beyond where he's at in the time frame if he exists in rebel or in empire i guess which i doubt that would happen but if he did exist in rebel or empire then we now have confirmation technically right I, again, this is just a, a miniatures game, but if we're part of this universe, we now belong to that portion of it, right? That means he existed and is being acknowledged. My personal feeling is that because it's FFG, they're going to put him in multiple factions for the money. If we're talking about if they decided to do something not for money and they actually were told they have to stick to lore, I actually have to agree with Charles. That this is gonna that, that this will specifically be a scum only ship, but the upgrades and the child will say um, Grogu and I hate that name, but <clears throat> will be for other um, they will be allowed in other factions. And I think that if we look at how they've released some of these, 
especially right away. And maybe we're going to get a new Hot Shots and Aces pack or something to that that manner in, you know, another year or six months. This gives them a reason to push the ship now, say it's scum only, and give upgrades for other factions to force people like Chris to buy the damn thing so that I can play the other... Um, I could play all these other what you call these other upgrades on my other ships in Resistance or in Empire or in Rebel, but I believe Twitch, and my theory is. Go ahead. I was gonna say Twitchy mentions Dinjarin in an RZA two. Uh, I support Scum A Wings. Who supports Scum? I don't. You don't need a Scum A Wing. <laughs> damn it! You don't need another Are A. You have an N three A. You have an M3. If you get this as a scum only ship, Charles, you are going to we're going to start the show out and you get to give a five minute monologue about how you're going to apologize to everybody in the world who doesn't play scum because of the fact that you just like wished into existence a big F you to everybody else. And I don't say that lightly because I'm telling you, buddy, this is this this can this could create a shitstorm. If people cannot play this except for in scum. Personally, I think that FFG is going to be selfish and they're going to pay Why? money. They're going to want money because the Mandalorian so, so is here's, like, here's, this is like the epic ship that everybody wants to play. Everybody wants this ship. Sure. Man. I want this. So ship. Here's the thing. Up until this ship, there has not been other than the Hawk and the Skurg. And the Z95 Headhunter, all of which we know have seen so much play that scum ships needed to be in another faction. They don't. This doesn't. He's not a rebel. He's not an imp. He's not a separatist. He's not a Jedi. He's definitely not anything other than a bounty hunter. The Mandalorian is a show about a bounty hunter. I will gladly give a five minute monologue. Of my F you to the community. Apologizing. No, no, no. Apologizing. No, 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 no. I'm not apologizing. I'm going to apologize like Conor McGregor. I'm going to apologize like Conor McGregor apologized when he won both belts to absolutely nobody. This is a scum is. only ship. No idea who it is. I can tell you that I will figure out a way to run this stupid thing in separatist if I can. All right. It, but, and that's fine. Charles, I get your point, Charles. I, I don't disagree with you. This The probability that this is going to be a scum only ship is pretty high. Unless FFG goes down the marketing trail of how do I make uh, money off other people? And again, if they include upgrades such as the child as a upgrade that can go into multiple factions, it's going to be a really, really hard sell to 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 not make this a scum only ship, force people to buy it just like you've had to do with the resistance Y wing and then wait six months to a year and release a hot shots and aces just to say, well, hey, thanks guys for waiting. I, I, I know you don't want to be competitive. Therefore, now you can have the child. That's what they'll probably do. I don't know. I well, don't. Know. There's nothing saying that you can't have. Sorry, just quick. There's nothing saying that you yeah. can't have very different pilots, right? I know you're saying it's only Dinjarin ship, which I get it. All we've ever seen it as is Dinjarin ship. But to say that they've not created pilots out of nowhere would be an incorrect statement, right? I mean. Let's be fair. Whisper. They've created that pilots that don't exist, a bunch of them that don't, you know, have any anything at all. So to say that that Din Djarin would have to be the pilot of this ship in any other faction is a misnomer, right? People are going to buy it anyways because like especially if they have 
other factions, like if it does have a crew card, for instance, like the scum, uh, Babu Freak, Frick, right? You know, I mean, let's let's be fair. That could be used as well. I I could see this being in multiple factions, not necessarily through Hot Shots and Aces. It may be the very first one, but that to me would open a little bit because there's a lot of people who buy them all anyway. So it does help to add a little bit of flavor to you know, all the different factions, right? If they make it available as an Imperial flying thing, and maybe only a couple pilots, right? Who cares, right? A, a, a generic and maybe one named, who cares, right? Rebel, a generic, maybe one named. Just got a cool, like, little, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe something like a lat or something like that, where you get the, the re-rolls or something, you know, just a really cool option. I, I could see it refreshing the three base uh, factions. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, let's 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 go on. I I think that was a good discussion, though. I, and again, I'm still excited. I do own Scum, not as much as everybody else. I will still buy three copies of the ship. So, so be prepared. Chris is buying three damn copies of the ship. Oh, it'd be even better if I could oh, put all three on the ouch. table. All right. So let's just go through the mini extravaganza real quickly. Uh, I I think there's some important uh, time frames on here. Um. I know it's been pointed out that some of this GMT time is BS. So my recommendation is just take this PST time and recalculate it for your time zone. Oh, oh, That's oh, oh, just my I opinion. I quickly mention something. Catherine in chat uh, is saying Grogu that, that there's some some uh, talk in the community that Grogu is going to be available in three different factions, guys. Uh, that's cool. Um, very cool. So just saying. Just wanted to highlight that because... If that is true, three different factions for Grogu would be very cool. Sorry. Go ahead. And then the question is, do we get three different factions for the ship? Or are we going to have to play it only in Scum? <clears throat> yeah, good question. And if it does, I'm going to give the five-minute apology on Charles's behalf for the fact that this is Scum only. As you, don't, you don't speak for me. You don't I can, speak for though. me. I, I can. I have the ultimate mute power. You have no idea. Um, <laughs> anyway. Moving on, um, let's talk about mini extravaganzas. So there's one thing I want to encourage 100% is there is going to be an involvement that the, uh, the probability is really high. And I think somebody posted earlier that they are there. Somebody officially mentioned there's going to be this X wing. Um, you know, they're going to try something like they did last March. I encourage everybody to submit the results and do it. Not that you find it fun. Not that you think it's going to be the best thing ever. Not that it's like, Oh my God, we have to do this. And we really support this style of idea. It's because what we want to do is force them to show the fact that we are here, we are here to engage, and yeah, if we don't like it, how can we help them change it? How can we provide our ideas for commitment to the community? And I'm not opposed to them doing some non-OP um, type stuff that's not specifically competitive, just standard OP for a casual player. We on this show love standard type things um, as well as we like the competitive side. So there's two of us on here that play the competitive scene. One of us that prefers the casual scene and we're all just as dedicated to this as well. But what i really want to say is that if they do something, please try to support it in the aspect of that. I would really just want them to see that there is enough of us out here to not do a damn thing to this game to screw us over. That's all I can say. Um, so 9am, I think the opening ceremony is going to be very important. Um, Luckily for me, I'm pretty much done with work at that time, so I'm very easily off. Um, I will tell you, we're going to work together as a team to figure out when we can stream. I can tell you as of right now, we will probably stream on Thursday night. 
and we're gonna we're going to be streaming the new um the different I don't know what whatever what Charles what did what did they call I don't remember what the hell they call those damn things the campaigns global campaigns there you go that's what it's called right Uh, not wrong right sure sure. okay thanks thanks for supporting guys um no worries (laughs) uncertain support is better than no support chris (laughs) whatever they call those bloody campaign things that they did we are going to play those we're going to do those thursday night so if you would like to join us hop in our discord and i'll throw the link yeah the scenarios thank you god damn it um I haven't slept much Maybe. in a couple of in a couple of days. I'm, I'm slow right. on the draw, but I'm there. Okay. Either which way, we're we are going to be um we are going to be playing some of those games. So if you want to join us um on Thursday night, posting our Discord under our stream sign up um channel, and you guys can be on. I'll be happy to have everybody else play, and I just commentate. I don't need to play the game. Like I enjoy the commentation side of it. Um, I'm going to get to play those things as it is, um, but we are definitely going to stream it. So if nobody signs up, it's going to be the three of us dumbasses looking at our, each other um, streaming the new stuff. But if you want to join and actually play with us, uh, join us. And I might reach out to um, uh, some other people to see if anybody else wants to join us as well. And I'll honestly, I will take all of Thursday off um, after four o'clock and just like order pizza for the family. And we can just stream from whenever we want to till whenever we go to bed. We We can literally do that. If we want, um, so either which way, we will have an announcement in our Discord, um, explaining what time we're going to go live for everybody. Typically, we go live at seven thirty, so by minimum by seven thirty we'll go live. But I might be a little excited and want to start streaming earlier, just as an FYI. Um, the other thing that's really big for us is the Star Wars. <laughs> this is the way. I don't know what to do. This is at 12 a.m., I think, for us, right? No, this is going to be at 7 p.m. So if we start streaming early, we may stop streaming or restream their stream. I don't know which we'll do. We may go rate it and then come back, but we will be talking about whatever they talk about. There will be a break to watch this stream um, for us. I'm curious if I can't. PST is Pacific Standard Time. Yes. Yep. Right, so 7 p.m. PST for those of us on the East Coast is 10 p.m. Um, well, let's look it up, Charles. Hold on, we're just going to look it up and like solve this problem. Time three zone. hours. They're three hours behind of us. Oh, then no, then it would be 7 p.m. It'll be 7 p.m. No. for us. Not three hours behind seven? us. Right, so. They are three hours behind us. So that means we are three hours ahead of them. 7 p.m. Pacific plus three hours is 10 p.m. Eastern. And right, well, we're, we're going to find out. So that's fine. If, Can I get if a that's five a minute apology? Yeah, they're, seven, they're three hours before us. Yeah, if, they're, if it's Pacific time zone, I could have just told you that it's math, three hours math before is, us. Math is yeah. hard, Nobby. You are agreeing. Mm-hmm, math mm-hmm, is hard, mm-hmm. math is hard when we don't have to convert time zones. In, in America, they didn't bother to tell us. No. Seattle, Washington is exactly three hours behind us. So if they are at 4 p.m. PST. 7 p.m. our time. It'll be mm-hmm. 7 p.m. Um, our time, like I said. Right. I, I was talking about the May the Force Be With Us, which is at 7 p.m. That'll be 10 p.m. our time. Gotcha. Yep. Yes. If it's PST, yeah. Okay. Yep. Because we're EST. Now we're all back on the same page. Continue, yep. Chris. This is same the way. page. Yep, for us, this is the way that... <laughs> Time zones are rude. I do agree. It's I'll be honest. It's it's the failure of the American public school system. 
And I don't say this because I think uh, I, I think we've been infiltrated by uh, people that don't want us to remain to be global. And I think we should actually be more inclusive of metrics and time zone conversions so that yeah. we can be on pace with the rest oh, of yeah. the damn world. We are a small con. Well, we should teach a little bit more. Uh, we should definitely teach more conversions. I'll tell you, the more we yeah. you, you use it, especially like science and stuff like that. Anyways, that's a very big tangent. But yes, we should definitely be learning metric and conversions in school. Yep. So, so here's the deal. So if we start streaming at 7 o'clock, we will all stop just to watch this, and then at 8 p.m. we'll be back. So I, I recant my earlier statement at saying the earliest will start at 7.30. The earliest will start is 8, which is going to be our normal time, but in fairness, I may we may start streaming games and things like that before then, or just jumping onto Twitch and talking. It could, it, it could just be anything. We just Our goal is, is to help stream this content, and I'm very excited to see what they're going to say. So I'm going to work through that with the guys tomorrow and um, actually talk through what we'll do and see what availability is for everybody and we'll kind of go from there so if you want to join us we will be at least as of eight o'clock streaming um any of those different games that they have and we'll go from there i would love to have a bunch of people watching us so we go raid them and then we could just be like hey mg you should come raid us back that'd be even better <laughs> we'll see if they do that or but um anyway those are the the opening ceremony and the this is the way are the two main things I see on here for for X-Wing that really should probably um, really is going to be the big thing for us um, to, to, to listen to. I will also say that I'm going to be tuning into the Legion one to kind of see what they do for where they're headed for Legion because I think um, I'm not going to get my paints out. <laughs> I'm not getting my paints out. I, ain't gonna, I don't paint, so. But I do think uh, the Legion one I'm going to listen to, too, because um, I think it's going to be interesting to hear the contrast between what they're doing with X-Wing and what they're going to be doing with um, what they're going to be doing with the uh, Legion team. So I think those for me, both of those are are a pretty important. Um, I think those are pretty important, but that's just my opinion. Guys, any anybody else have opinions on that? No. The only the opinions I have right now are on time zones. Just saying. <laughs> time zone. All right. Well, Thanks, I mean, just saying, buddy. why can't we all just have one time zone? And then, like, who's have to say you have to wake up at 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. in the morning? Why can't you wake up at 1 a.m. and have that be your morning time if you live in a different city and just go by GMT? Why not? I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, all done. There's my rant. Good God. All right. I will be, I am kind of excited for them to paint mall too, but I'll be honest, I'm probably not going to watch that. I, I do like Maul, and I think that would be fun to watch them pay. All right. So, what else did we have on the agenda, folks? Oh, we wanted to talk Talking about the about GSP tournament. Uh, yeah. 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 So, none of us like played. First order, man. That's crazy. So, what I want to do... Here you go. That's what, that's what we're going to do. We're going to go over actions a minute, right? So, Dion uh, created this, this graphic where they had total faction breakdown and I put them in percents That's because I think it's important to look at percents, right? Um, mm -hmm. And I will tell you that they're, this is a little off because they had must have had two people drop from the cut because they had 18 lists. I didn't have the time to go back and figure out what the original cut was. So if anybody in the chat knows, go ahead and post and tell me which faction should be reduced. Um, we could put it back in a spreadsheet. But either which way, this... This is the total breakdown for the whole event. So 20% of 
came for Empire. About 12% came for First Order. Rebel only had 9%. Republic was at 15%. Resistance was at almost 13 Scum came in at 16%, and Separatists came in at 14.5%, we'll just say. Right? So these are your, your official breakdowns, right, of, of this is what I find interesting. And, and again, this is a little different because it's a top 16 um, cut, right? But if you look at your conversion rate, this is huge. First order is 0% conversion rate. Oh, yeah. Talk about underperforming. Wow. Yeah. Now, here's the deal. I don't know if somebody's done this. And if somebody knows this, tell me because I will reach out to them. And maybe I'll, maybe I'll just go back and do this myself tomorrow because I have some time. I want to go through all of their galaxies tournaments and add up all the total players for each of the different factions and each of the different cuts and Ooh, see what Empire. percent comes in and see how close it matches to that. So there's my commitment. I commit to doing that so that next week we can go Empire through this. Empire was a drop. So it's a little lower also representation from Empire, which is kind of a fascinating thing. Thanks, Max. All right. So yeah, so, so I, I didn't know who dropped. Will be lower. Yeah. Mm. So that makes it a little worse. So if you, if you look at where we are in cut and you look at what your ratio between the two is, FO obviously is the glaring one. That's that's pretty big. Resistance your Empire well. then would be also a big one. So Empire is 50% lower for top cut ratio versus what they played. Rebel is... Well, even lower than that. Rebel is almost... Timo was in Empire. Sorry. Go ahead. Rebel is almost double the percentage republic is is similar resistance is pretty huge resistance is is again they're down over 50 percent right scum is off the charts and if bando is truly only for scum i hope they fix points because scum is outperforming everything else so as much as you want to complain about not getting new ships buddy holy crap that's that's pretty good that yeah, you've got a lot of toys even though you didn't get new ships who so many toys and then Separatist is also on that yeah. chart. Separatist is off the chart. Now, we know what yeah. separate, what's causing the Separatist to be really good, though. We know it's Zam. And I'm Tom. sorry. It's just Zam. It's just Zam. Three letters. Z-A-M. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and like, Hera, like, <laughs> her rebel, right? So, so we're seeing the three things that we all here know are issues, right? Hera for rebel. So you're seeing a rebel bump, right? And then Scum and Resistance, or Separatist, rather, you're seeing Zam. Crazy. All right. So the other the other drop was a resistance drop. So okay. So I, I feel a little bit better. So so oh. that one is that is that one. So your resistance is a little bit lower too, actually. Um. So here's the deal, and this is this is why I wanted to talk about this because we're going to get into predicting what we feel is going to be the points changes uh, that are going to come next week in a minute. But I really was excited to to go through this because. And again, I want to take everything from the GSP tournaments. And not that the GSP is the the god, the G-O-D, right? But they, they, to some extent, are the top online thing. And I think if somebody, if there was a way for people to submit their all their information through a forum and it'd be compiled into this type of a graph and then give me my all my faction breakdowns, give me all my, pl not player breakdowns, but my my top person breakdowns. So, so and, I, and I want to say, uh, hold on, give me a few seconds here because I want to clarify what I'm saying. Because I want to get all of this information into a database. And that's what I this is what I do for a living. So this is my sweet spot. This is where I, I love this type of stuff. Like this is you talk, we talked about wet dreams earlier. This is kind of like exciting for me. Um, <clears throat> weirdly enough, because of the pure fact that 
I am driven by a statistical analysis, and I like this. Not that I choose what I play, but I'll tell you what. I, I went and played Zamgo for the pure fact of just getting a, a, a ticket to the, the, the GSP Galaxy thing. If I get back to in-person tournament play, it's going to be the same thing. I'm going to play what gets me into cut is the highest probability for it. That's just what I'm going to do. But the reason I find this very interesting is because if it were me, and this is, this is what I would do, if it were me as a whole, as AMG, I would actually take this type of information and this is what I would use to create points adjustments. And now hear me out. And I know I've been talking for a little while and I apologize to Matt and, and Charles for Where that. Data. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, we are data. We are data, yes. And I'm on the same boat as, uh, we're not the data. That's, that's GSP. I'm all, I'll credit where credit's due. But I think if we started bringing all of that data into a massive database, think about it this way. If we talk about where we want to create a points increase or points changes, and we look at Hera, right? I, I'm sorry. If Hera is that big of a menace, we got to change your points. But hold on. Rebel is only twice as much as what it is. If we were to take everything and compile it together, and, and, and again, this is taking, again, people like Octacon or Catherine who play in almost every bloody tournament versus the Chris and Matt's of the world who play in one or two tournaments, right? Or Charles who we plays you, in the bean. We love you, Catherine. We, we love we, you, Catherine. No, no. There's nothing wrong with what you guys do. What I'm just saying is that is that these top players that are constantly making cut and doing these different things, they will be outweighed, or not outweighed, but they will be evened up with people playing Hera, like me, uh, who went two and four in a GSP tournament with Hera, because I've never ran Rebels, and I made a bad choice in what list I was going to run. It was a meta list that I didn't know how to run. So I, that's my bad. But, but people like me will help balance that out. There's people that'll go in and play these different ships that will help balance it out. So let's say Rebels is 50% makes cut 50% more time than other factions, right? Or 100%. Technically, this is almost 100%, right? But Hera shows up and has a lower percentage cut because of the fact that she's not being, she's not winning all the time when people take her because there's a lot of people that take her. It will lower the need to change her because if in reality, if top players are the only ones that are actually using Hera to success, a points change is less needed than somebody like a Garvin, let's say, who may be more beneficial to a squad. And somebody like a Garvin is going to go, oh, anybody can run them. And you get these free bloody focuses. So if Garvin is being taken to a higher success rate than somebody like a Hera, Garvin would need to be looked at for points value first. And again, I'll go back to separatists again, and then I'm going to cut off and let you guys talk because I know I've been talking for a while. But this this is the shit that excites me. This is my I'm excited by this. So like I love this numbers. But like in separatists, it's the same thing. Is like Zam Crew should be looked at because it's being able to be used in other factions, right? And if we look in and and at Zam Crew, we should be able to weight the difference in how it goes. And this is where I argue that we should have faction specific point values versus one static point value. Whereas if you look in Separatists, if Zam is the leading thing and Separatists is continually taking over that, we have to look at the probabilities of that Zam is being ran with Count Dooku, right? Because that's pretty big. Is Zam able to be ran with other things? Is Zam going to be able to be ran at another 10 points and still be successful? So my bigger point is, is if we consolidated all the data, and maybe this is something that, that content creators should do, figure out a way to consolidate all the data so we can present it back to AMG to say, here's 
where I would start making you know, my decisions because FFG did not do all of those things in my uh, that I know of. But I'm only a, two years into this game. If they did it, somebody tell me. But that's how I would look at it. Where are all my tournaments throughout the the world? Let's compile our data. Let's filter out any of our anomalies, and then create a way to say this is how I change points. Because I'm telling you right now, Zam Crew across both factions should immediately go up. No questions asked. That's just, just to my opinion. Jump in real quick. Go ahead. Just to jump in I'm real done. quick and let I'm you done. know. You're, you're, I want, you're, no, you guys go ahead. Go I'm ahead. Fine, I'm okay. But I want to answer something that you just called out, which is yep. if it was this way pre you joining the game. We didn't have points updates before you joined the game. This is a 2.0 thing. In 1.0, oh. there were no points updates. We fixed it with new cards new cards being released to for instance when they released um turret weapons that gave you a 360 degree arc and that oh, overran the world for a while their answer was not to change the points of the ships with 360 degree arcs it was to release auto thrusters which gave you additional evade results when you were outside of somebody's firing arc or beyond range three so there was never a, a points balance that was not something that existed prior to 2.0 yep so it, was what just, it. it was power just a continuous change of how the game existed. So 2.0 mm. brought these points update changes. So it wasn't something that mm. existed prior to you joining the game. It's something that became existent about the time that you did. So this is all still new to us and how it works. Okay. So we should really be reaching out to all the content creators we can, get a consensus amongst all of us, right, to some extent, and present this to AMG and say, hey, you guys are op your team. Sorry, I apologize. We, it's not you guys. It's your we team. We can't acknowledge, though, Chris. That's the thing, though. We're not allowed we, to acknowledge. The whole point is, we, is TTS can't exist. Okay. You're, yes, you're, cor you're correct in that. But let me, let me be frank. murder everything. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I, I know that there are people that play test that are part of our playing community. That's a fact. The play testers right. are not outside of this this realm of people. Catherine knows somebody, obviously, that playtests because she's able to tell us certain things that we didn't know. There you go. Um, so they'll, they'll, that exists. So if this became a community initiative, and this was a big initiative that content creators started working with locals to take on, AMG doesn't have to acknowledge this. But the playtesters will acknowledge those facts and bring that into the thing. Hopefully, we have play testers for this game. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I, uh, I guess. Go I'm ahead. Sure. Go ahead, Matt. Nope. Go ahead. I've talked for yeah. twenty minutes. So I, mean, I mean, I don't. I don't know. I, I get what you're saying about some of this stuff, but uh, and you're right. Numbers. We all know Zam's overpowered. I I would be very surprised if AMG slash FFG doesn't know that Zam's a problem. Uh, I will track back. We've been watching, kind of seeing what Navi and Catherine have been talking about in in chat. Rebel isn't uh, Hera isn't too bad. You're you're right. I you know initially when on come out people weren't used to it. Yeah, mixing together with a few other crew, but I think little tweaks will put uh, some of the Hera things uh, into into to line but the the balancing is is there so yeah i mean Hare's a great great pilot and she's quite useful and stuff like that but i think that we're seeing another another like trend 
So I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I'm just really curious. So we saw Boba Fett win, Boba Fett win, Boba Fett win, right? And what is Boba Fett in? The fire spray, right? So now we release Zam also in a fire spray and just seeing constant Zam wins and stuff like that. So for me, my question is, is the fire spray is a very powerful platform. And to have these pilots that are very powerful in this very powerful platform, how do you, how do you really like rate this? Right? Can how, how do we make this a thing that is going to be in there? Do you just again nuke the points? And like Chris was saying, like what new combination do we come up with to make Zam viable here, or to make Zam viable in the next one? Right? Like what is it that happened? I think that because Zam released, that's why we see saw Boba Fett actually not be as powerful because people are just starting as playing him because they have Zam as another option. And that's my I disagree. Reason. I disagree. And I, I will I will step in and say the reason that Boba Fett suddenly became less popular had nothing to do with Zam and the fact that Boba Fett lost a crew slot. Period. End of story. Period. Yeah. End of story. Boba losing a crew slot destroyed <clears throat> Boba. And Still to viable, be fair, though. to be fair, I personally believe as a tried and true, died in the wool scum player, that all fire sprays should lose their crew slot. I'm saying it now. I think that they are strong without it. I think that they are broken with it. But I think that me personally, I believe that all crew slots on fire spray should go away. Yeah. So I think that that would actually readjust those points properly. To be honest with you, if you do that, you can bring them down a little bit in power. No, appreciate you, sir. I appreciate you. Okay. Hey, Charles, hold on. Vote. No, we're not voting for Charles for president. <laughs> he he wants the Mando to only be in scum, so don't vote for him to be president if you play any other faction. You'll never play Mando. Hot but okay, so Charles, I actually okay, I'm I can walk down I can walk down this road with you. And and so here's my question then. Right? If instead of cutting the cruise slot, right? And, and, and now we're just speculating, but if instead of cutting the cruise slot, what we did is we maybe just cut it on Zam. Cut the crew slot on Sam, just like we did on Boba. And then we don't adjust Sam points right now, and we adjust Boba's points back down. Because I think Boba could see a reduction in points a little bit to get the to get back into the meta. And, and this is where FFG and, and Max Brooks has openly admitted some of this that there's certain iconic characters you just want to play. That's just what you want to play, right? Um I'm telling you, we have a new show coming out in December. There could be a probability we see a reduction in Boba points because people want to see him on the table again. I want to. Okay. I one of the first first pilots I flew other than Darth Vader was Boba. And that's because Matt owned scum. So it worked out. I owned Empire. Matt owned scum and Empire. And we had enough to play different games. I love Boba. I would actually like to put Boba back on the table. I want Boba on the table more than I want Dengar on the table. F Dengar. I don't think he's that great of a character. Give me Boba Fett. Give me Boba Fett. And I'll tell you what, make baby Boba Fett and Separatist uh, a, a viable option, and I'll I'll play that every day of the week, you know, over Zam. I, I wanted to fly That's Boba good. Fett so well, I flew Boba Fett for Empire. I would, however, make one slight All right. modification. All right, go ahead. Uh, no, crew, no crew for any fire spray with one exception. No, no bounty hunter or like no name pilot 
you know, generic. Give them the give them the crew slot, and maybe we will see a little bit of fun in in some of those uh, some of those uh, generic fire sprays. I think that would be interesting. Or so here's the thing that we see, right? We see, and this is again my my hot take on this particular topic. We see fire sprays that get crew that have force points overwhelm the meta. It happened when Boba could have Maul. It happens when Zam can have Dooku. It happens when Django can have Palp. Right, the Force user in the crew slot is where the crew slot gets broken. Super powerful. Because prior to the Force, the crew slot was fun, but meh. So I think that either removing the crew slot or removing the crew slot dot 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 adding an upgrade that grants the crew slot. So now if you really want that crew, it's fine, but you lose bombs or you lose something. You right. lose something that, that gives you the ability to have the crew. So you can that balance be cool having too. the crew a lot of by points. taking away a different toy. Points. Right? I'm fine Give with them that. points, too. That's the other yep. thing, too. You could just make it cost like sure go ahead and give give a boba a slot but he loses bombs and he loses his illicit and it costs 10 points done yeah something balancing mechanism i'm not saying that we have to take away the crew i'm just saying that if we're if we're painting with a broad brush right yeah no that's not a bad getting idea getting rid of the crew slot seems like the easiest way to balance because anytime the fire spray has creeped to the top of the meta there's been a force user in that crew slot and to just yep. say, oh, well, if we take the crew slot from Zam, and we take the crew slot from Django, and we take the crew slot from Boba, then mm -hmm. wh why aren't we just taking the crew slot away from everybody? Because at that point, you've got three of the most played pilots in the ship that don't get crew slots. Why does everybody else get them? Just let it go. Let the crew slot go, and so, we'll build the ships better. So Before yeah, we go to... Talking on... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chris. I, I agree with you. So, so let me throw one thing in here, Charles. What if we gave Boba his crew slot back, right? Because he I, did he lose crew and Gunner? He lost Gunner too, didn't he? No, he no, never. No, Gunner had is granted by a okay, uh, Gunner is granted thing. by a title Marauder. So Marauder what if we, title. What if we gave crew slot back, but limited it to no force users? And again, we're gonna take Zam crew and just throw it aside for a second. Just don't think about Zam crew for a second. Like, <laughs> no, I want to get. Fine. I want to get rid of Zam crew for a second, just for the pure fact of discussion. And, and because I, what you're telling me is that what ruins a fire spray's crew slot is a force user. That's what you're telling me. That mainly is the force user. Count Dooku's 10 points. It's that was cheaper than the bloody fifth brother or whoever the hell. Who do we have in a uh, uh, Boba Fett? This brother. Who, Maul. Maul. Maul, Maul who was also 10 points. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, so, so if you think about it, like if we can just say, fine, you could take a crew, but if you take, we could do one of two things. You can't take a force crew or I agree. Nobby. I was just going to point that out. Yep. Boba with perceptive yep. co-pilot was broken. Mm -hmm. but exactly. Yep. Agreed. Charles. And then also Nobby's. Sorry, Chris didn't mean to just like step on you. Nobby did make the point that I was going to make. Yeah. yeah. And I'd like so, to make, I'd like to reinstate something as he has to go ahead. Sorry. But again, let's go back to the Boba Fett, the Zam thing. Zam is not strong mm -hmm. specifically because of the, the the Force user. The Force user is really good in Zam, especially the one for the one one out of the two Force users we get. 
It's really, really good. Count Dooku is very good in a fire spray. Zam's bigger power, though, is he's a, he's a double tapping machine. She is. I apologize. She's a double tapping machine. If we go through that ideology or that logic, right? Boba Fett is so much better with the fact that it gets a force user called Maul, right? So if we either did one of two things, if we said, let's tax the force users, if you take a crew force user on a fire spray, it's worth more. You can do that. These things. If you, if you take a force user, or we could just say no force users can be added to fire sprays. Here's the larger problem, though. And this is where we talk about where do we want to go with the cannon side of it. Really, a fire spray can hold a crew. I mean, that, let's, let's be fair. That exists. That can happen. You know? Right. I'm, I'm, I, know. I'm, I agree with you for balancing the game, yeah. but I don't like it for the, 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 the iconic effect is my bigger issue. Right. Well, if we start bringing cannon in, we, we, we can't do that. Right. I mean, right. you can't, you can't, you can't start bringing cannon into it. Like will we bring cannon in and if we start making our decisions on how to play by what cannon said, then we're going to have like nobody, but the rebels obviously win almost every single engagement. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. And, and Nobby really made a good point earlier and I kind of really wanted to kind of bring that up too. So we see meta shift from what is undercosted or the like what we what you would consider probably a great deal like you, like right now zam crew that's a great deal right at four points that's a great deal let's get it in there right when we saw the uh the nantex drop so low that's a great deal you're getting a lot of power for almost no points right so it's it's a matter of these uh, these these shifting metas. Not not that Boba's bad. Boba isn't bad at all. There's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with Boba right now. Doesn't matter that he doesn't have a crew. You can play Boba very very convict, you know, convincingly. Win many matches with them. Absolutely no problem. Yeah, he didn't have the force force multiplier right, but he still is quite effective. So it's as you see things that are better deals or more. Uh, like a better bang for the buck kind of thing, right? So that's why anytime you're talking about a points list is, is what's that better deal? So you're seeing these, and there's not nothing wrong with Zam. Zam's a great ship, fun to play, just right now, too low a points. You can keep it with the crew if you want, but you do have to, to realize that people are out there playing it, right? And like you're saying, yeah, there's going to be some data from all of us it's hard to see separatists, you know, literally doubling, doubling up on their on their stats, right? They're fourteen percent with twenty eight percent being in there. Uh, scum again, you're seeing these huge, huge uh, returns on these these numbers. Uh, but I also see like there's not been tons of movement in resistance. There's not been tons of moves or new ships in first order, like. Empire hasn't seen a lot of release, so there's also that too. So I wonder if like that's maybe part of it too, right? You don't have these new toys that a lot of them had. Uh, you got new stuff in R Republic, so you see it's pretty decent, but Republic was also really uh, struggling. Uh, so like, 
I don't know. I guess that that's my whole point is it's like sometimes when we release new things, not only are people playing them more often, the points are a little low to entice people to purchase them sometimes. And also it does take a little bit to adjust where it should go. So uh, it's the bang for buck issue. And that's my rant, I guess, again. Yeah. And and that's fine. I, I think I think we've beaten this horse dead. Right? Oh, yeah, it's dead. Um, oh, it's dead. Definitely dead. You know, because if we come into here, we see. So we if we go to the GSP event, the the, the list that won was an Asajj Ventress list with Triple O, False Transponder Codes, Contraband, and Shadowcaster. Lando with Cutthroat, Jabba, False Transponder Codes, and Lando's Millennium Falcon. Bosk with Zam, Greedo, and False Transponder Codes. I personally feel that this Zam crew right here and the cheapness of it allows for this list to succeed because giving Bosk a double tap is pretty good. That's a pretty good right. and aggressive. That's a pretty good way to do this. Um, yeah. Double tap and Bosk is tough, tough, tough. So, especially because he has 180 arcs. And hint to next week's episode, by the way, next week's episode, we are going to be talking about 180 arcs. And what Ooh, we're going to be actually yeah. doing is breaking down what a 180 arc means. Should it be in the game? Is this something? Oh, I guess mm -hmm. Adobe Flash Player doesn't want to be on my computer anymore. Anyway, sorry. That damn Adobe. Um, fucking Adobe. Um. Anyway, so so we we talk through. We're going to talk through 180 arcs and actually break down some 180 arcs next week because I think it's important. Um, it, especially if we start seeing more ships come, in, more large ships come into play. Um, we have the probability that I, I don't think Amando is going to have a 180 arc, but you never know, right? We don't know this. Um, a medium base ship with a 180 arc could be pretty powerful. We have a small base ship, you know, 180 arc with a Kashyyyk warrior, right? Um, I don't remember any of the other people's, any other Wookiee names for that ship, but anyway, so that's uh, the but top But you're also list. seeing a 180 arc in, uh, well, right. So you've seen 180 arc all the time in, um, in fire sprays, fire sprays also have a 180 arc, right? It's yep. just a different 180, right? And uh, arc 170s have the 180 arc, but you see that uh, that power in those abilities to have those double arcs. So yep. yeah, the second list was Fon, um, and he uh -huh. had a separatist list with three three Geonosian prototypes. I'm sorry, two Geonosian prototypes, one Bakdoid drone, and Grievous. And he took Kraken in Grievous instead of um, the Imperial uh, Impervious Plating or whatever it's called. Imperial um, Plating. Thank you. Uh, with Treacherous, which if it were me, I would have dropped Treacherous personally and put Impervious Plating. Um, but that's just my personal opinion. I understand the logic in Treacherous, and I think Treacherous is still really good. That's the second list. We've seen HMPs, and maybe it's just because Fon's really a really good player, but we've seen HMPs. We're making top cut quite a bit. This That's a, the, the thing now. HMPs, as much as everybody wanted to poop on them, I own four of them, by the way, um, want to essentially do it. And I hope they don't nerf HMPs that much. I don't care if they, if they get rid of Zam from HMPs. Um, personally, I, I'm okay with that. Um, I, I'm okay with that. And, and you can ask my local. I actually went to my local on Monday. I actually took a list without Zam in it to test it out just to see, can I not have Zam crew or Zam ship to see, is this even going to be viable? Because my prediction is that Zam is going to 
go up in drastically go up in points. That's my theory. Um, so those were the two top ships. I, I mean, fellas, do you want to cover all of the lists? What do you What do you want to do? I mean, we are an hour and I'm a sure half. There's in. Somebody else that's already done that, and I'm no offense or anything, but I'm sure that somebody's already done it to death. So I'm going to say new. Yeah, I'm good with just covering those top two. Yeah. Yeah, so, and and there's a lot of talk in the chat, and I and I want to kind of kind of point that out real quick. So we may not be covering all the chips, but yeah, you're seeing um with the the Zam crew um you know Nami's really kind of nailing it down in this one. It's you you get the false transponder codes multiple times. So there's like lots of jams, no range jams, like just going out there like crazy with uh with um job of the hut and everything like that. So it's there's a lot there, a lot of a lot of tools, like a lot of scum available there. So it gives it a lot of tools. So as it plays different lists, it has so much flexibility. So flexibility over your opponents can really be a huge thing. So yeah. All right. So the last thing I want to cover was was what is our predictions for points? And, and you don't have to limit it to one thing. You can give us a couple of different things. And here's the deal. We're going to give these predictions and then we're going to come back and analyze them next week. So my expectation is Matt or Charles will, somebody will rewatch this episode for me and write our predictions down. Cause I'm not good enough to do that right now. I've it's, it's a little too late at night for Chris, uh, Chris and his scotch to go typing while we're, while we're producing show. But, um, and, and Catherine, I actually want to, we're going to come back to that HMP formula. I think that's an interesting discussion and I actually want to come back to that in a future episode. I think that's a really good point that you feel there's an undercosted formula and I want to I'll pick, I want to pick your brain. So I'm going to message you tomorrow and I want to kind of go through that because I think that's a really good point to talk about why you feel that and what that formula may be. But to begin with like or to end with, I guess, to end with the show with. This is our last segment, folks, and then we'll let everybody go because there is definitely some things you can be doing that might be better than watching you know, a bald guy and two bearded guys Never. talk about X-Wing. Nah, probably not. All right, not. Because we Never. talked about the Razor Crest. But I want to talk about points a little bit and what do we expect from AMG. I don't actually care as much about all the other things. I care about the points right now. So I want to look just specifically at the points and this and that. And, and I'm going to go first with my prediction on Zam and, and then we can kind of go around the room. But I want to talk about what do we feel some of the different things we're going to see. Are we going to see a hyperspace change? You know, what are we going to see change different? So I'm going to give, so I'm going to give my prediction. My, my feel is Zam is going to go up in points, both pilot and in um, my, my belief is it's going to be pilot. And I'm going to believe that the crew is going to go up. I bet you the crew will go up to 10 points. That's my theory is they're going to increase that six points. Um, and that's going to be able to help nerf it across all factions. I believe Zam pilot and separatists will go up five to six points. Um, because it'll kill off the false transponder codes and treacherous combo. So they have to go up five points to be able to start killing some of that stuff off or forcing you to remove a crew. I also do not believe they will kill the crew on Zam. I don't agree with it. I actually am still kind of in Charles's boat with the field that I think that it would just fix Zam to some extent, at least immediately. If you give a points increase, and you remove the crew slot so I don't have to worry about them running any sort of a crew just like Boba. The other points, uh, things that I feel will be adjusted will be false transponder codes. I feel will go up. 
One point only, though. I feel they're only going to go up one point. They're going to do the same thing they did with Crack Shot, see if the one point sticks. Um, I also feel that we will see a Hera points increase, weirdly enough. I don't agree with it, but I feel we're going to probably see a Hera points increase. And I also feel that we're going to see a Darth Vader defender points decrease. But that's more of a hope on my side than anything else. I hope we see him go down in points. Um, as for what I want to see out of hyperspace, I actually hope they add Darth Vader defender to hyperspace. I don't care about the points if they add him to hyperspace. I just think he should be added to hyperspace and let us let us test and play with him in a hyperspace meta, especially because we're getting jamming ships from FOs. FOs are bringing jamming ships. I really think they're that 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 they should come into play. So. If they don't lower the points cost, but add him into a hyperspace meta, I'm okay with that as as well. Um, my hot take is that Boba Fett should go down in points. Six points. Just personal opinion. I want to see Boba Fett go down six points, and I want to see Boba Fett back in um, hyperspace play. Those are my hot takes. Charles? Um, I think we see... Proton or not protons, the bomb. Um, Proton bombs? No. Thermal detonators. Thermals. Thermals. There we go. Thank you. I think we see those go up. Um, just because when we compare them, they're very similar in in, in effect to the concussion bombs, um, but they give you control because you can drop one, you can drop two, then you can wait seven and a half rounds and drop another one or drop two. Uh, I see them go up. Um, beyond that, I don't, so my thing is, is this, if there was something that was truly meta breaking, then, then yes, I have a lot of opinions on points, but when we look back at what we have as our database, yes, there are certain factions that are, that are winning, but when we look at the overall, there is not one list, not, not a single list, I feel that is that is dominating everything so it's hard to say oh this needs to go up this needs to go down i'm saying zam crew is is seen in everything and you've already discussed it so there's no reason for me to walk down that that you know to step in that ghost hole you've already covered zam crew that's fine but i'm saying that while yes zam is somewhat present in every list there is not a single list like when we had the the fury of the nantex at the beginning of of the covid epidemic where every tournament the top 16 was more than 30 percent nantex and our top table was almost always nantex versus nantex and it just was just uh right so it's it's hard to say what i think should happen but based on what i play based on what i see Obviously, Zam needs to go up. Um, both, I don't, I, I don't think Zam Pilot is is costed incorrectly. I think Zam Crew is, um, and I think that if that happens, that levels the playing field a lot. Uh, just because if Zam goes up in points, you have trouble fitting him into the lists where he currently is without losing some other toys. Um, so that's that's my thing. That I the one thing that I would like to see is thermals and in, in Zam. Those are those are I want to see Zam go up. I think um, 
between nine and 11 points for Zam Crew. Um, and I'd like to see a, a two to three point upgrade into, um, into thermals just to make them less likely to burn multiples. Uh, and I want more, um, I want more generics for scum in hyperspace. They took a lot of that away, so I can't fly my generic fangs. I, there's a lot of things I can't do. Um, I want more generics in hyperspace for scum. That's that's my hot take. Matt, <clears throat> you're next. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Okay. Uh, let's see here if I can hit some of these highlights here. Uh, uh, do Jam it, Crew. because I know you hate <laughs> discipline, so I want to hear your, I yeah, hear your yeah, hot that's, take that's, on discipline. That, 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 yep, that's, yep. I, I, I believe uh, discipline should go up at uh, one point to two. I think uh, two points makes you really think about adding it to an entire set. It's not uh, crazy. Uh, I, I don't I don't think it should be more than two points, but I do think that uh, discipline should increase a point. Uh, I agree uh, that the uh, false transponder code should go up a point. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing heroic going back to one point. I agree with Navi. I'm sorry. It does. It has. Look at resistance, right? Like obviously, it's affected resistance quite drastically. So, anyways, whatever. I I'll get down to that one in a second. But yes. <laughs> so I'd like to see an increase in uh in in that for sure. And then uh, I agree pretty much with everything everybody here has said, right? I agree that uh, Vader could see a couple point drop. No problem there. Uh, not tons, but I also... Uh, yeah, yeah, Vendor Defender. Yep, Defender Vader. I'd also uh, agree with uh, somebody in chat who said that he's more of a toy, so I don't think I'm going to see him in hyperspace. I bet we're not going to see him in hyperspace. But, you know, I know you want to see him. But I, I could see a five-point drop on Vader. I, I could see that happening, no problem. And uh, it just might, might get a little bit more play. Uh, somewhere between uh, 9 and 11 points for Zam Crew. Uh, I would say probably for me, I'd almost even point at the 11 as an overcompensation. I have a feeling we're going to see a major hammer hit. Uh, Zam Crew, uh, sorry, Zam Pilot, we're going to see an adjustment there. My guess is somewhere in the 5-point realm. Uh, we're going to see a adjustment for Hera. My guess is somewhere in the 2-4-point to th four point realm on her uh, it's gonna go up of course and actually uh so the thing i think that might be my hot take is i think we're actually going to see a points increase on the yb666 uh, across the board so uh, that's my hot take is that we're going to see a little bit more of the yb666 going up uh also hmps i have a feeling are going to see a little bit of a bump as well only a couple points so chris i mean it's not going to be huge but you're going to see you're going to see a couple points or you're going to see, uh, it maybe not, but you're going to see points in the um, the configuration then increase. Not necessarily in the HMP itself, but the configuration, you're going to see a bump. It's not necessarily the ship that it is. It's the configuration that causes it. But it's also that full 180 front arc, which we've seen have problems. So, um, I don't know. Those are my hot takes, you know. Uh, I don't think if I, ha I have else really to me is standing out as a, as a real game-breaking scenario we're gonna see a little adjustment in the scum players uh but yeah mostly zams uh, a little bit on Hera. yeah all right <clears throat> anybody else anybody else before we wrap the show up for the evening no 
Going once, going twice. Sold. Sold All right. Yeah, you're old. You ain't that old. Come on, bro. Anyway, uh, we are going to wrap up the show. I am excited for the points changes. Yes, I'm extremely excited for the Razor Crest, even if they only make it scum only. Um, I'm still going to buy it. At least one, if not three copies. I am very... I, I'm... I'm going to tell you we we didn't ever even, we didn't even parcel these damn segments out. Usually I play the intros and all these. What makes me excited and gives me hope to continue playing is that they're actually going to give us these points changes and they're going to do something to affect the meta. And I say that because I have to play in Hoth in October and I really want to play the new ships and I want to see the points changes so that I don't have to deal with Zamgo and N3A tractor swarms all across the board. Those are the two things I don't think my jam ships are going to like too much. Um, so, I don't know. I'm excited. I feel a lot better uh, <laughs> the week before. I apologize if I come off negative. It's not my personality. Okay, it is my personality to be um, <clears throat> pretty specific. I'm, point I'm a pointed individual, and I like to talk in realities and truth. I don't want to live in this fantasy world. And I love this game. To me, this game has become a big part of my life over the last two years. I've met some extremely amazing people. Uh, we have a very amazing community, uh, community that we, we support. There's people out there raising money uh, for charity all over the place all the time. I love this community. I love this game. I don't want to see it go away. And what I'm hoping is we continue to get um, you know, new ships and new abilities and new things that we can use to make this game better than what it has been. I'm excited to see where the future is going to be. And I can tell you that this week, if you talk to me, I'm going to be riding cloud nine because I cannot wait for that Mando ship to hit. And I hope it hits before the new damn season comes out. That's all I can say is I want to see it before the new season comes out because I don't want to get through the season and find out Mando gets his ship back. Spoiler alert, maybe. I don't know. Probably. He might get his ship back somehow. I mean, it was very exploded, so... Maybe I mean, it was. <laughs> Maybe they find another Mando ship. I don't know. I mean, they built more than one of those ships, I'm guaranteeing it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm just excited. This week, I feel better, and maybe I'm just... Maybe I'm a manic depressive. I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy. But I, I do... I am very excited to, after watching that video and seeing some of the stuff that come out. I'm, I'm very excited for this week. And I'm hoping that Thursday proves all of us right and gives us the ability to um, like ability to promote this game to such an extreme extent that we just we spend so much money that they don't know how to get rid of us. There you go. All right. With that being said, we will be back next Thursday. Watch our discord. I will post in discord when we make a decision uh, tomorrow. We will make a decision by the end of the day tomorrow. What time we're going to stream, how much we're going to stream, what we're going to do when the AMG stream goes live. And what we're going to do afterwards. There's got to be a way to filter that into the stream. We probably can do it. So I, there's got to be a way that we can do this. Um, and, and we will do. We're going to be doing something because we love X-Wing that much. With that being said, join us next week at minimum on Thursday. If not, join us next Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern time. We will be talking about 180 arcs, any new releases, and definitely whatever the fuck was discussed on Thursday. Thank you all. Have a good night, and we'll be back with more Planning Phase Syndicate next week.